Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Rob Thrasher. Uh, as you can see, uh, you might have seen the webpage. We are sort of relaunching and recommitting and, and um, redoing, if you will, our Healing with Art. Um, so mostly small changes, things that um, you might not even notice, some small changes on the site, some small changes on how we're going to go about doing business. Um, but we're back at it, and this is Spotlight on Mental Health with me, Rob Thrasher, and Amanda is here. Are you still there, Amanda? I didn't lose you, did I? No, you didn't, Rob. Hi, how are you? Wow, there she is. Good, good, good. How's everything going these days? Oh, my goodness. Um, everything is going all right. I've actually been, di- um, been diagnosed with a lot more lately. Um, mental health is really starting to affect my life. And I know, I know we had um, a discussion, and um, one of the things that uh, we've talked about in the well, the past, and, and more recently, even so, is uh, we do have some some guests planned. We're not 100% sure if they'll make it, but we wanted to kind of focus a little bit on the relaunch or relaunching. We've got a new uh, Facebook page. We've got some new contact forms and some ways that people can help. And really, here's our first goal, and you know this, Amanda. Our first goal is to raise enough funds to become a 501c3 or a 501c nonprofit organization, um, which we never, we never quite got to the first time around. So, um, but that's our goal first and foremost. I'd like to get some business people who would like to have us be like their kind of official nonprofit once we become a nonprofit. Um, we do have a couple of guests and what we were going to do today, and maybe even uh, we'll do this like the whole month of May, we'll be, so we talk a lot about how uh, mental disorders um, and diagnoses like mental disorders, how they affect the individual person. Um, we also we also would like to talk a little bit about how they affect immediate family members and how mental health disorder affects your family, from moms and dads um, to to children of people with mental health disorder. We do have someone on the line right now. Hold on, I'll bring your mom with us. All right. All right, this is Rob and Amanda. We're talking about Spotlight on Mental Health today. And um, how, how, what's your first name in city? Oh, Cindy. Can you hear me, guys? Yes, my first name is Cindy. Cindy? Yes. Hi, Cindy. I'm Rob. We're, this is Rob and Amanda. And we're talking a little bit about how mental health can affect uh, the entire family. Quite frankly, I, I have read where um, even moms, dads, and other, maybe even children can can suffer from uh, side effects of PTS, you know, PTSD. What do you have for us? Cindy? Well, I'm going to enjoy that. And seeing her go through her um mental diagnosis and how they affect her has affected me. Um, You know, trying to get help for people with mental illness is tough. There just isn't help out there, but there's not really anything for family members either where they Hmm. need to try and cope with what 
the person with the mental illness is going through and how do I cope with that myself? Right. Yeah, that's a huge question. Mm -hmm. um, Depression myself, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like when I go to work, is she going to be okay? It's, mm-hmm. it's a whole mess of just different emotions. And when I see her mm-hmm. going through something um, with somebody or they bully her and they won't leave her alone and, mm-hmm. you know, it affects her depression and um, or triggers her manic or bipolar um it just really affects me in a way, mm-hmm. not just being her mom, mm-hmm. or trying to help her cope. It also yeah. brings on my own depression and my own anxiety. Yeah. Do you think, Cindy, that the that on some level, and um, you know, we're being straight here, right? Um, Amanda, maybe you, you want to, uh, do you think on some level that her mental health disorder has created one for you that maybe wasn't, maybe would not have, in other words, um, shown itself? Do you think that that's helped bring on a, your own kind of anxieties in mental health? Yeah, because I see her going through it. Right. And... I can't help her. The feeling of helplessness. You don't feel like you can control and that a lack of control and just really utter hopeless, sometimes hopelessness, even though you have to keep a face of hope. Sometimes the parents lose that as well. You know, um, like you say, who was your backup? You know, who's your go-to? And uh, sometimes you got one, sometimes you don't. That's the hardest thing is you don't have, if you don't have something you know, to help you get through your, you know, your issue, that's that's the worst case because you can't support a third person, you know, when you're having your own problem. Right. And I can relate to that. Wow, yeah, that's heavy. Um, did you, and please forgive me if you don't want to answer, did you, did, you, did you feel like you had anxiety issues? I mean, when did her issues come forward? I know a lot of times it's, it's 12-ish, 13-ish. Was that the same for yeah. you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was about 12 for her. Yeah. And um, so before her symptoms arose, did you feel like you needed mental health help, or, or did this really come on for you almost the same time as having to worry about her every day, 24 by 7? Well, mine really didn't start coming on. I had um, a traumatic experience. Okay. Um, my husband had passed away eight years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. So after that, and hers getting worse and the medication not working, and and she's tried everything. She has tried so many meds. I could be on the show for an hour and let the medication I, I know. that she's tried. Yeah. yeah. 
That's hard. That's hard too. And it's, I mean, <clears throat> that can be difficult in two ways. That can be difficult because it's just constantly being told, nope, that one didn't work. Nope, that one didn't work. Nope, that one didn't work. On the other hand, there's doctors that don't even don't even want to try to work with you to try to keep tweaking everything. And and um, I got to be honest, in, in my family, we kind of found the right concoction. Um, but you know, of course, you never completely healed from things like this. They they leave scars, and uh, unfortunately, they 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 do affect everything that happens with you and people you care about. Of course, it affects your mental health as well. And, and uh, again, like, you, you have to keep going back, going back to the doctor, back to the doctor. And um, now now this puts another twist on it. You had already lost a loved one, and maybe in a way you even felt or even feel like you're losing another. Yeah. I feel like, you know, is she going to be okay? Is she going to be there when I get home? Is she going to be... You know, I wake up in the morning, it just can just other people, like, prey on her and make that depression come out or make that bipolar one. Do people treat her differently because of her condition? Yes. Things seem to go wrong more frequently. Yeah. Situationally, I mean, different situations. and How do you feel overall right now these days? Do you feel like there's been accomplishments? There has been. We've gotten through. She's had a rough year this year, really rough. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's been a rough year for her. We've made some strides, but she does get into that mode where she wants to either talk to somebody that won't talk to her or and she wants it right now and I can't help her with that and I don't know how to help her with that Right. to get her out of that manic state Mm -hmm. that funk yeah And in Amanda's mind, and I, I, I've seen this, too, with so many people, um, in their mind that if everybody just did the right thing, maybe I wouldn't have a problem. If everybody was just nice and did the right thing and was good people to other people that are good people, well, there wouldn't be a problem. But unfortunately, for so many people suffering, that's not the world we live in at all. It's not a nice world. No, it's not. And people take advantage of it. Yeah, they do. They sure do. Did any of that surprise you, Amanda? What was the question? Did any of this kind of surprise you, or, or um, has it given you some insight into, you know? It's, it's actually giving me a lot of insight. Um, it doesn't really surprise me that people, you know, with mental health have been treated differently and this is why I was like I'm trying to stand up for the community because it needs to be stood up for. Have you and your mom ever talked about I'm sorry, go ahead on You were you were saying, Rob? Um 
I didn't mean to step in. There's a little bit of a delay on the line. I'm sorry about that. Um, have you ever sat down and talked with, I mean, other family members at all, your mom, and seen how it affects, how it is affecting them, how it does affect them? Yeah, her and I talk about it all the time. Yes, we do. We try to talk about how it affects um, just us because nobody of the family, there are some people of the family that understand, but they, most of them don't, especially when I try to tell them about how I feel, and then they turn on me. I know there's a lot of... um... And and I I gotta be honest with you, it's perfectly natural at some point in time to say, you know, and you know it might not be right to say, but the inclination is to say, can't you just stop that? Can't you just get better? Right. Why can't you just will you will yourself better? And and I'm not I, this is by no means assaulting anyone here. It's just like, but it's so frustrating. I, I know the feeling. It's it's just like, you know. Okay, what do we do next? What do we do next? I've gone through all the coping mechanisms. We've gone through all of the stress relievers. We've prayed. We've done X and Y and Z. We've tried a million different concoctions. (laughs) But, yeah, as a mom, (laughs) as a mom or a dad, you you know you can never just give up on it. And and I mean, it's like almost like a Chinese water torture where it's just drip, drip, drip. Yeah. You know, I pray for all the moms and dads um, because they want desperately to help, and they keep trying, and they they feel almost, in a sense, please forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I've seen it. I know people that are, they're just, they just feel like there's, they're hopeless. They feel hopeless, like there's nothing they're going to be able to do to get through the tunnel, you know, <clears throat> and to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> In so many cases, you really, it's so difficult to see that one little sparkle of light. It's so far away still, or it just seems like it's so far away. And it's like you got to, it's like, you know, it's like grasping at hope your whole life. Even without mental disorders, some people are always hoping right around the corner, I'm going to get my salvation and see the light and everything will be somewhat normal and forgive me for using the term normal but we all know that a lot of the behavior with these kind of disorders is uh it is abnormal and um there's no reason to hide that um and and personally also like i said earlier we're also going to have um uh, another guest on uh not tonight i don't think we're going to run out against the clock but um and then we're going to talk about how it affects um children of of those who have the are um, diagnosed with um, the health disorder, and I'm, I'm kind of curious <clears throat> when we discuss that. I'm kind of curious. I'm losing my voice, guys. Sorry. I'm kind of curious to see how old the children are when they kind of come to the realization. Do they know it? How old are they? What age do they will they realize that <clears throat> you know that Ashley has her mental health disorders? And and when do you share that with a child too? Um, it was interesting for me to learn more about, um, but I'm really glad we had this conversation. And I hope that everybody on this phone call and those who are listening, we've got a few people listening, um, we get more of our listens after once people start talking about it. And um, it's just hard to talk about 
but for both of you, well, just answer me one at a time. How hard is it to really air this and to kind of talk about it? And how important do you think it is or is not that that we all do that? I think it's very important. Okay. As the has well, to be I talked about. It has to, because if we, even though we're taking a chance, yeah. And if we lose somebody, we can't really do anything about it. But the fact is right. we can do something about it to prevent or try to prevent losing any more people. Because I will I will admit I almost lost my battles last night. Yeah. I was very... I was very upset last mm-hmm. night. And I was thinking about letting my battles win not really letting it but it was overwhelming and I was not going to go in to another family member's room and wake them up because they had already been up all day and I just one of my friends actually had panicked and called me though and I and I'm still sitting here today because of it It is very important to talk about this, especially, you know, I I am very, I was very fortunate to run into somebody. Um, I ran into a reporter not too long ago, and they said they were going mm-hmm. to talk to me about it, and I never received anything, and it's this type of stigma that makes me so irate and so upset because mental health as as this reporter stated is a part of our lives end quote and it needs to be talked about end quote and I agree Mm -hmm. but just don't tell me something just don't tell somebody something if you're not going to do it and I understand getting busy but it's been weeks right okay well um, go ahead this is where I figured out okay, well, we're just going to do our own thing then because we're going to do our own thing and we're going to continue what we have been doing since day one. Mm-hmm. And that's try to stop the stigma. And I, I I, would like to also pray for the person that we had recently lost family Just go ahead and just quickly, just the first name. Naomi Judd. We lost her to mental illness, and I would just like to shout out prayers for her family. I agree with that wholeheartedly, and amen on that one. Um, Oh, I had one more question. Now it's – oh, let me ask you something. Um, This feeling from last night, this was triggered by – the reporter not basically blowing you off? That was your trigger? Um, it wasn't just, it actually was not just that. It was a whole mix of things in my mind because I can't really do anything at night to keep my mind occupied. So it was just so, everything So you feel coming. like you're not doing enough? Yeah. So, so I do want you to understand one thing, please. Um, just... And, and and this is a great example, actually, of 
something that really, because you have not familiar with, let's say, being um, in a newsroom or working with a reporter or whatever like that, um, never personalize that because these people come and go. They want to talk to you today. The story changes. Tomorrow you can't talk to them. So don't personalize that. Don't let that be an effect on your person because that's one of those things, like I said earlier, is really an everyday life occurrence. Um, they're usually not trying to be mean, but some of them are. But try not to personalize that. You've you got enough on your plate. J- just take it as a, just a reporter thing, and that's just what happens, you know. So I know you, you had a mix of things. And I know how it works. Trust me. I've had, I've had days or, or weeks or a month. You know, I had COVID. I, I, I'm a, when I, went, I didn't know where I was for 24 hours. My brain was swelling from COVID. And I'll tell you what, when I woke up after having, you know, but like I say, there's a lot of things that happened to a lot of people. I lost a job in December. I had uh, um, just between losing a job, being sick in the hospital three or four times. And I believe I lost a job because I was so sick. And honestly, we've all had those weeks or days and things seem like they're building and they build and build and build and, you know. Uh, it's just one of those everyday things you just can't do anything about. So try not to punish yourself over those things. And also, I almost feel like in a way you're you're punishing yourself for, for these losses that we've suffered. But honestly, you're doing the exact opposite. You're actually doing something. And and without you involved in this project, maybe I wouldn't be back in it right now. So look at those positives and try to uh, say say listen. As we keep doing this, at some point in time, that reporter is going to be knocking on our door saying, guys, I want to talk to you guys. And it happened our first round with this, our first go. Remember what happened? We, we, it was really hard to get traction, really hard, really hard. Next thing you know, we're getting interviewed three, four times a week. Um, and so keep that in mind. Just keep in mind that none of this, none of this has been a failure until you just quit. And as long as you're still – you know, and I think actually it gives you something to fight for. And so what we need to do in here in, in this process is come up with a way to, like, calculate how many people maybe, because here's the thing we don't know, is how many people we saved in the process. We can we can count how many we've lost, but we should also have a, a, a chart of what, what how many we think and I, I can tell you the names off the air of the ones that we have saved. Um, and not just, you know, not just us, not just the healing with art, but what I can tell you is that we had that theater over there in Utica. We had a lot of people over there. Some of them we've lost. But what we cannot calculate is how many we saved or helped. Right. So, so when it comes to this process and the reporter, trust me, one, if, if we can get this rolling, which I'm confident we can, and I think we've already started, um, they're going to hear our material. They're going to see what we're doing. They're going to see our names and our accomplishments. And then before you know it, just like the first time, we're going to be doing interviews once a week and uh, hopefully raising money, getting our nonprofit status, and then moving along with all this. So, um Keep that in mind too when you're beating yourself up. You know, you know, a lot of times that I found this with so many people, um, you, you're very hard on yourself. You're very hard on 
things that you, you can't control. And whether that reporter calls back or not, we'll find one that will, you know? So don't, yeah. don't just count, just don't just count the ones we've lost, but let's make up our own internal list of those who we probably saved or helped save. Yeah, I agree. Kind of a gold star chart. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So it look, looks like we lost um we lost the other line. Um probably something came up, but that's fine. Um I think this was a yeah. a really really successful episode here today. Me too. And um I can relate to the feeling, like I say, so, you know, a lot of times, I mean, every everybody has their own degree of success and failure. You, you're going to have, but the thing that's important is nobody stops trying, you know, and um, I have every confidence in the world that people that you really, truly care about and your loved ones, not the people that treat you badly, the ones who truly do love you and the ones who truly do want to help their loved ones with mental health disorder, it's just... I mean, quite frankly, it, it could be. I have fam- I have family members who are um, physically um, injured and quadriplegic, and um, quite frankly, the only the, the the biggest thing that they've done right is just one accepted that this might be probably a lifelong process. Um, and but you just you just can't. The only way you lose is if you give up. Otherwise, you're still fighting. Keep up the fight. I'm speaking to everybody in the world right now. I'm not just talking to people with mental health disorder because at some point or another, most people suffer some mental breakdowns, some mental issues um, and diagnoses and different medications. Um, people with long-term um, health issues, some of my closest friends and family, are constantly fighting the battle with the pain. Your pain is mental. Their pain is physical with the, their joints falling apart or deteriorating. Or, But it's a lifelong yeah. battle, and the only way you lose it is when you quit. When you quit or when and your it, body can't handle it anymore. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, in a way, both those things, because the thing is you can't have lifelong pain and, and not have mental health issues. If you're in pain your whole life, it causes the mental health issue. It causes the breakdown, but... No, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, if you're in a wheelchair and can't move your hands or legs or feet, the only thing you got is hope on any given day sometimes, you know? Yeah. But they're both, the thing, the thing that people don't understand is that when you see somebody in the wheelchair, you already kind of have a background story and your, your emotions kick in and whatever. Yeah, you know, people don't want people to walk around feeling sorry for them, but it affects people. When you have a mental breakdown or a mental issue, nobody can see it, and it and they treat people differently. It's a it's just, it's a it's one of those things about this world that is it's just wrong and it's sad and it's hard and it's depressing and it causes anxiety. But it's also one of those things that we're not going to change these people, but we surely we surely can give them more to think about. Yeah, I agree. We can we can stop we can't really stop change the actions of other people but we can right 
we, we can stop the stigma of mental health and how sure. it's treated. I mean, pain is pain. Yeah. Abuse is abuse, whether it's yeah. whether right. it's mental, verbal, physical. And a lot of people don't, like, a lot of people forget this one, psychological as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's abuse is abuse. A lot, when a lot of people think of abuse as well as mental health, it's, oh, um, you're crazy or you're disabled, stay away from me. And it's not really about that. Help is help, whether it's mental, verbal, right. physical, emotional. It all yeah. plays in. No. It all plays yep, in with each it other. Sure does. And, and, it's and just, it also it also works it also works the other way around too. We're just down to sixty seconds. Just one thing real quick. A lot of people see somebody who's physically disabled and they assume that they're mentally have mental issues. And that is by far, as we know, is absolutely not not always or even rarely is the case. So there's a lot of stigmas we're gonna work on and um I think our work will be a lifelong work. This is not gonna solve I don't think I don't see us solving this in our lifetime, but we sure will try. We got forty five seconds. Amanda, thanks for uh co-hosting the show with me. We're going to do this again as soon as we can get Ashley on the line here. Um, just tell her we'll reschedule. Yeah. No big deal. Okay? All right. I will definitely. I'm supposed to talk to her today, so I will definitely awesome. let her know. All right. Just let me know, and we'll talk off the air here. we got 20 seconds. Look up Amanda Doan, Healing with Amanda Doan. You can look us up, Spotlight on Mental Health with Robin Amanda. You can uh, Google the website, Healing with Arc CNY, stands for Central New York. Everybody, thanks for coming, and uh, Godspeed. God bless keep, everyone. Bye-bye. Keep fighting. Keep, keep fighting, survivors. You got it, man. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.